When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This fantasy forecast here on 98.7 ESPN, and uh, it is playoffs. 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 We can't even get a first down. Playoffs. Um, do you guys remember that press conference? By the way, we've got uh, Tom and Harvey who are producing the show today. Do you guys remember that press conference with Mora? That was Mora, or is that Bill Parcells that you were referencing? No, that was Mora. He that was, was more uh, coaching than that. the. Uh, he was he was coaching the Colts, and um, and Peyton Manning was his starting quarterback, and they were asking him about the playoffs after a loss, and he's like, "Playoffs, playoffs, we can't even get a effing first down." And you want to talk about playoffs? <laughs> I always oh, thought that was a, a Parcells quote. To be honest with you. Mm-mm. So no, actually, I, I wouldn't could, have known that could, was more. Yeah, you could actually, um, you could actually call, like Google it and call it up. I, I think it's it's actually a pretty good drop. Uh, anyway, welcome in Anita Marks with you. It is fantasy forecast. Usually, when we start the show, uh, we've got a boatload of calls, uh, but I guess because now we are in the playoffs and a number of people have been eliminated, um, our 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 caller screen isn't going to be as active as I like to call it, active and attractive, as it normally is, guys. <laughs> oh, by the way, I uh, okay. found something that was staring me straight in the face. Playoffs? In that it... <laughs> Playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah, you Jim Moore was... Lear- uh, no, just that quote. We, that is already a drop, though, in the system. It was staring at me, literally. We can't even get a first down and you want to talk about playoffs yeah I, I i don't think the higher ups would be very happy if i played that entire quote um uncensored so i'm gonna refrain from searching well, no for no that. i i think yeah 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 I think. <laughs> well obviously i wouldn't ask you to play a, a anything that that has a, a an adult word attached to it um but you know again Peyton manning was his starting quarterback mind you um anyway all right. Um, so as always, <laughs> we're all over the place this morning. Sorry, not sorry. Um, again, with you for the next hour, talking fantasy football. You want to jump on board. Hopefully you made it to the playoffs. If you didn't, um, trust me, it's okay. This has to be one of my worst years, one of my worst seasons uh, in, um, in, in football, uh, in playing fantasy football. And, and I'm going to spend a segment talking about uh, looking – I actually – what I like to do is I like to save – my draft cheat sheet and then at the end of the season I go back to it uh, and look and and see you know um where I where I went wrong what I did right you know all all the all the all the things so um so we'll do that Uh, in a minute I'm going to give you a list of the players that you need to be in the know about as uh, as we get ready um heading into of course today's slate of games don't forget uh, we had three games that were played yesterday and boy, uh, Harvey was producing the show with Joe yesterday, and and man, Harvey was I I happy when I looked back on the screen and I saw that Justin Jefferson was was back in the game for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, 
thank God for that. Even though KJ Osborne, 10 receptions for 157 yards and a touchdown, who had him on their roster? I bet you nobody. So, uh, so we had three games that are already in the books, the Minnesota Vikings in the Colts game. Again, I was on air here uh, yesterday while this Colts Vikings game was being played out. And we went to, we went to halftime and the Colts were up 33 to nothing. Okay. And I said, I said on air, I said, watch, the Vikings are going to come out and they're going to have like this offensive explosion in the second half. And, uh, and I said to Harvey, I said, you know, I said, Harvey, Joe, I can, I can get the Vikings right now at plus 26 and a half at halftime. Uh, and I did, I played it. I put a hundred dollars down on that. So, you know, obviously that was a winner. Biggest comeback is you heard, uh, the, uh, uh, the update, the ESPN update, the biggest comeback in NFL history is Kirk Cousins, uh, 460 yards and four touchdowns. Was it Harvey? Was it Joe who was saying, uh, you know, thank goodness the Jets didn't didn't get Kirk Cousins. And I was like, I don't understand. Yeah, he said something that, to that effect. Right, like, like thank God, good riddance. Like, thank, yeah. right, like thank God the Jets didn't get. And, and listen, I'm I'm not a big Kirk Cousins fan. I, I will say this: he he does he does win games for the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Minnesota Vikings are one of the luckiest teams this season in the NFL. Uh, they've been out. I'm trying to think what what the right verbiage is. Uh, if you if you look at if you combine all their games, teams have put up more yards against them than they have their opponents. Uh, yet they're sitting at 11 and three. So they've just they've had some games that have just really been fortunate for them. But nonetheless, if you did have Kirk Cousins and you started Kirk Cousins, again, God bless you. 460 yards and four touchdowns. Uh Cook had uh, had 97 yards. Uh KJ Osborne really was uh the recipient of uh of Kirk Cousins love fest in the second half, uh, 157 yards and a touchdown. Of course, again, Jefferson was able to come back in and play, which was great. Uh, that was a little concerning, especially for folks uh, when he did uh, leave the game because of what was it a rib? I, I want to say a chest rib injury, something like that. Uh, then the second game was a snoozer. In fact, I fell asleep watching the Ravens and the Browns. Uh, the Browns took care of the Ravens 13 to three. Nothing really to write home about here. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins, 13 carries, 125 yards. Great if you had the over in uh, in rushing yards for Dobbins. Good for you. Uh, Amari Cooper, four receptions for 54 yards. Deshaun Watson, 161 yards throwing. Yes, he finally scored a touchdown. But uh, but what what an absolute snoozer that one was. And then the evening game with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. A lot of people felt like the Miami Dolphins traveling to Buffalo were not going to be able to produce. And sure enough, they did. Buffalo did win 32-29. to um, Josh Allen, another uh, fantastic night. Over 300 passing yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Jeff Wilson did not play, so Mostert uh, started, had 17 carries for 136 yards, and Waddle had three receptions for 114 yards and, of course, a touchdown. So, uh, so th- those are those are you know. So if you had Waddle, if you had Mostert, if you had Josh Allen, if you had J.K. Dobbins, um, obviously anybody who played for the Minnesota Vikings, unbelievable. Uh, well, then good for you. So we've got we've got those three games in the books already. We've got 10 more still remaining, and we will dive into all of that. Gary, I see you. Just hold on for one second. I'm going to get your call before we do take a break. 
Um, don't forget, we've got New York Game Day that comes your way at 8 a.m. with Matthias Kiwanuka. Uh, a lot to dive into with the Giants and the Jets, right? The Jets, you've got um, Zach Wilson, who's back, starting for, uh, starting for the Jets at quarterback. A lot to discuss there. And for the Giants, in both the Giants and the Jets, really in the driver's seat, especially with Seattle losing uh, to the 49ers on Thursday night, this is a huge opportunity for the Giants. They beat Washington, uh, and uh, and now you're talking about an 85 to 90 percent chance that the Giants make it to the postseason as a wild card. That's how important uh, the game is later on this evening. Just FYI. Uh, let's go to Gary in Connecticut. Gary, good morning. How are you? Welcome in. Good morning. Good morning, Anita. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. Um, I just wanted to say uh, I just want you to have a great new year and happy holidays. Um, I have Gerald Everett, and I don't know his name, the tight end for the Tennessee Titans um, for my fantasy team. Luckily, I had Tyreek Hill, Kirk Cousins uh, starting last night, so I got a good squad going for me. Who should I start at tight end? You said you have the Chargers tight end, Everett? Yep. And yeah, that's who, yeah, that's who I would start. I would start Everett. Let's just call him. Uh, I'm trying to think what his his nickname is. It's it's like it's it's his first name is Chi, C H I. So Chiggy. Yeah, Chiggy, Chiggy right? A uh, Conwell, Chiggy, I think. Right, but but that's what he goes by. <laughs> he goes by Chiggy, right? That's his that's his that's go. his nickname. Yeah. Um, I would still go, even though he's got a cool nickname. I would still go Everett. Uh, against uh, against okay. Tennessee. What's really and thank you for the phone call, Gary. Thank you for your kind words. Really do appreciate it. Um, and and I'm going to get into this the, the Tennessee Chargers game uh, later on uh, with with Matthias. It, it's it, I've got to play in that game. That's part of my best bet, uh, my locks of the week, quote unquote, uh, this week. But nonetheless, what what Tennessee does well on offense, of course, it's Derrick Henry run the ball. The Chargers are the absolute worst. And what the Chargers do well, and of course that's throwing the football with Justin Herbert, uh, the Tennessee Titans defense absolutely covers the worst. So what both teams do offensively extremely well, both teams defensively are absolutely horrible against it. So um, so any anyone and anything in the passing game for the Chargers, uh, tee them up against the Tennessee Titans, that's for sure. Quick break, we come back. I'll go down my laundry list of players that you need to be in the know about, players injured, players who are not going to play today, and all that bad stuff. Unfortunately, we start the show with that. But you got to be in the know as we get closer to 1130 where the active-inactive lists come out. So stay tuned for that. Anita Marks with you. It is Fantasy Forecast here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. So uh, let's let's do a deep dive into the players we need to be in the know about. Uh, Ryder is starting for the Atlanta Falcons. Not that I would recommend anybody go out there and grab him. Uh, but just so you know, in fact, I, I do like the under in that game. I don't think a lot of points are going to be scored in that Atlanta Saints game. So um, Murray, as we know, is out. So Colt McCoy is expected to start for Arizona today. Um, Lamar Jackson, of course, I know the Ravens played yesterday, but just so you know, Lamar Jackson is, is, is set to come back next week. Week 16 is when the Ravens, uh, expect to have Lamar Jackson back. So if you win your fantasy matchup this week and you've got Lamar on your bench, hopefully he'll be active and attractive for you next week. Kenny Pickett is out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now this is really interesting. Trubisky is, is going to start, but there was some talk, uh, this week that the players in the locker room wanted uh, Rudolph Mason to start. And Trubisky and Mason shared first-team snaps. Pretty interesting. But Trubisky will be the starting quarterback for Pittsburgh uh, today. Russell Wilson out with a concussion, so Rippon is going to start in Denver. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is dealing with a toe issue, but he's been dealing with it for a few weeks now. Um, I expect him to play against Dallas. Uh, Justin Fields is uh, was ill this week, but a full practice on Friday. So he will be playing against the Philadelphia Eagles. So I think that is it in regard. Oh, and the, the Houston Texans are going to continue to do the dual quarterback thing with Mills and Driscoll, by the way. So that should be interesting as well. Uh, in, in regard to running backs, Josh Jacobs uh, dealing with some ailments like he has the last few weeks, but he's good to go. Harris is out. For the Patriots, so it could be a big workload for Stevenson. He's been dealing with an ankle, but he was able to practice this week. Um, uh, Brian Robin Brian Robinson is uh, dealing with a quad, but is expected to play tonight against the Giants along with Gibson. Okay, um, uh, Pierce is out with an ankle, so Burkhead could be a sneaky good play for you in regard to the backfield for the Houston Texans. Okay. And Aaron Jones is dealing with an ankle, but is expected to play on Monday night. In regard to wide receivers, uh, Cortland Sutton is out because of a hamstring issue. So could be a big day for Jerry Judy. And we haven't gotten to tight ends yet, but Dolchit and Jerry Judy um, could have... <laughs> Somebody is nonstop texting me. That is my watch. Do you hear that? I'm sorry. So... <laughs> so... Um, is it? I, and, and, and listen, I'm... I'm, uh, I do this as well. And you guys know this because I, I text you guys all the time, right? Like I don't just send like one big text, right? I send like, I, I text like, I text sentences. I don't text like a paragraph, right? You know it, this about it, me. It's always like three or four texts, uh, right. usually. So let me, so just out of curiosity, when I text you and you, you haven't seen your text, but you like, I just did, like, I just felt like, I just got like seven text messages in a row. I have a feeling I know who's texting me. Because that's how I text. So when you get the, when you get the notification like, are you like, oh, that's Anita? Because she's the only one who, who texts sen- sentences and not paragraphs? 
if it's in the middle of the week, yes, then I will have a, there's about a 50% chance because I'm in a few group chats that kind of text like that. We'll send each other like links from Twitter or something like that. And then we'll like respond and then it'll be a whole thing. So it's usually a 50-50 shot I got during the week. Okay. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Okay. So back to fantasy. Uh, Here could, this could be a really sneaky good play for you as well. Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks are both out for uh, for Houston. So Chris Moore, I'm going to be using him a lot in DFS this week, uh, today. Chris Moore, wide receiver for the Houston Texans. Um, Burks is out for Tennessee, so Robert Woods' target share goes up. Um, Jacoby Meyer is dealing with a concussion. Make sure that he's back in action today. Kadarius Toney uh, might play today for Kansas City. Still dealing with that hamstring, that so famous hamstring that kept him off the field here. Uh, will he be serviceable today for Kansas City? Possibly. Possibly. Keep an eye on that. Um, T. Higgins dealing with a hamstring issue. Rondell Moore is dealing with a groin, so he was placed on IR. Also, uh, Marquise Brown is ill. Dorch, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. Dorch could be a sneaky good play for you today. Claypool is out because of a knee. Love me some Cole Komet. Okay? Love me some Cole Komet. Uh, Renfro comes off of IR as well as Darren Waller. Doesn't mean that I'm rushing to start them. Okay? Um, Debo Samuel, of course, uh, got injured on Thursday. Reports are he's going to be out three weeks. So uh, you're, you're, you're not going to have him for your playoffs. Um, and T.Y. Hilton signed with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this week. Uh, DJ Moore is dealing with a knee issue in Carolina. Hayden Hurst, calf, doubtful. More than likely, he's not going to play for Cincinnati today. Uh, Fryermuth is dealing with a foot, but is expected to play today. Not sure. You know, Fryermuth and Kenny Pickett have a better rapport than Fryermuth and Trubisky. Just keep that in mind. Not, I'm not telling you to bench him, but have realistic expectations there. And Goddard came off of IR practice this week. I was hopeful that he was going to be active, but it's not the case. Uh, Goddard is not going to see the field for uh, for Philadelphia until week 16. Okay? So there you have it. Uh, you are in the know now. Quick break. We come back. As always, Cynthia Freeland joins me each and every Saturday, uh, and I love to replay that uh, that interview for you, and we will do that when we get back. I'm going to mix in as well some of her picks and her plays for today's action, along with fantasy. So stay tuned for that. And as always, I'll end the show strong with your calls, 800-919-3776. And also the players that I like today uh, that I'm going to be playing, whether... So so just FYI, as you know, I, I'm in 12 fantasy leagues. I did not have a great year. I only went to the playoffs in four of my 12. Usually I'm at least 50%. Typically more times than not, I go to the playoffs in at least nine or 10 of my 12. That has not was not the case uh, this season. Like I said, I saved my, my draft cheat sheet, and, uh, and I also want to go back at some point in time in the next 30 minutes and just share with you where, where I went wrong. So, um, so we'll do that as well. So still a lot more coming your way. Listening to Fantasy Forecast. We'll hear from Cynthia Freeland next right here on 98.7 ESPN.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Um, Without further ado, again, every Saturday, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network is so kind to join me on the program. We talk football, obviously. Uh, We talk gambling and we talk fantasy. Let's listen in. My first question to her, obviously, uh, starting here in our own backyard, was what were her thoughts? What are her thoughts with the giant with? No, I started with the Jets, right? With the Jets, with the Jets-Lions matchup. Let's listen in. I've been on the Jets the whole time. I would prefer Mike White to play, but even with Zach Wilson, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. I really just think this one is all about the Jets' defense and how amazing this defense is. Now, you do have a bunch of Roy candidates in here, meaning you know, you've know you got two on the defense, Aiden Hutchinson for the Lions, has had a nice rookie campaign, lots of sacks. That's a good pressure situation. But obviously, to me, this one is all about Sauce Gardner and his ability to probably shut down Amon Ross St. Brown. And then, of course, you know, you got to look on the other side of the ball. And Garrett Wilson for the offensive rookie of the year. This could be a, a strong Roy campaign for both sides of the ball for the Jets because the Lions defense, 30th in passing, passing defense, you know, 32nd in yards per play allowed. Like, this is not the best defense in the league by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, no, a- any concern with golf being a Cali kid coming here to the East Coast uh, playing? I mean, t- weather conditions aren't supposed to be brutal, right? It's going to be like 30 degrees with the wind. Maybe it feels like it's high 20s, uh, but no snow, no sleet, nothing like that. I, I don't think weather's going to be an issue. Do you? No, I think I- I'm not worried about the weather. That's not what my problem is. Like, <laughs> like, the, like sure, the we- if it was Buffalo, we would talk about weather because it would be for both sides. But I think more it's the fact that the, the Jets don't need to bring the blitz in order to create pressure. And the Lions O-line has played really well, but the problem is if you're able to create pressure and then keep those defensive backs all the way blanketing all the pass catchers, you're just not going to have any options. And that's really more the problem for Jared Goff than the weather or you know any other sort of like nuanced thing that isn't as big of a factor. I think this is a huge opportunity for Zach Wilson to really step up and and play better football. It doesn't mean that he has to put this football team on his shoulder pads and be a hero. Just play smarter, play better football, win your job back, right? Yeah, and look, I know that the Lions have had better recent recently, they've had better numbers against the run, but that's kind of just that's a function of how the game was playing out, not a function of them being like this really excellent run defense. So the reality is is that you know, Donovan Knight has done a really nice job. I mean, 
how good are they at drafting running backs in this front office? Because you have all these injuries, and yet you're still able to get that kind of production. And when I'm looking at Bam's opportunities there, I, I think this might be, like if you were looking, I don't know what the numbers are, but I would imagine it's probably the number for Zonovan Knight rushing yards is probably way too low. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on uh, on 98.7 ESPN. You can see her all over the NFL Network. Uh, your thoughts on the Giants. This is a big game for the Giants. Uh, playoff implications for both the Giants and Washington. Uh, the probability is whoever does win this game on Sunday night, 80 to 82% chance that they will go to the playoffs. Um, this is a Giants team on the road, a road dog. They're getting four and a half against Washington. The over-unders at 40 and a half. Actually, that line is up to five. The Giants are now getting five. How do you see this game playing out, Cynthia? Dear God, please just don't tie. <laughs> I, I can't handle another tie. I can't handle another tie. Um, look, this is an interesting one. Unfortunately, I don't have, I think that, I'm, I, it is unfortunate, but the, I, I don't think that the Giants are going to be able to pull them. Although I will say, if they are going to pull off the upset, it's because their defensive front has become really, really helpful. And I really like what Kaylon Thibodeau has been able to put out there. My, my bigger problem, though, is that Washington's defensive front is just the strength of their team. And that has been what has been a problem for the Giants getting Saquon Barkley going seems to be the function and the, the way that they are able to get this offense going. But I do have a touchdown for Terry McLaurin for fantasy fans. Okay. One thing that I do like, first of all, I heard that this week, great week of practice for Saquon Barkley, uh, has looked the best this week than he has in quite a while. And also, Saquon likes to run around the outside, the edge of the defensive line. And, and that is Washington's biggest weakness. I, I envision this game, I, I think whoever wins, I think it's going to be close, Cynthia. I think they're going to win by a field goal. Like I envision like Graham Gano hitting this, this field goal to win it, with the last few minutes of the game. Uh, th- that's how I, I see this playing out. I do like the Giants. You know, with Leo Williams back, the interior line for Washington is very suspect. Um, I, just, I think it's going to be close, and, and, and I, think, I think the Giants squeak one out. I hope so. Because I, 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 I'd like to see that happen, but I don't know. I, I have Washington, but just by by one or two points. So definitely within that three-point margin that you articulated. All right, let's 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 look at some of the other games out there. Uh, one in particular that I love, I love the Jacksonville Jaguars at home getting four against the Dallas Cowboys. They take on the Philadelphia Eagles next week. I think this could be another game where they're underestimating their opponent. They almost lost to Houston. Uh, and also, uh, statistically, Trevor Lawrence is having a better season than Dak Prescott. He's good for at least one interception per game. I like Jacksonville getting four. Your thoughts? I just feel like as much as I like to say that that's the case the difference is is the the cowboys go by way of their defensive pressure and when i'm looking at this jags o-line it is very suspect and what i mean by that is you see a huge erosion over 30 passer rating points different when trevor lawrence is under pressure versus when he's not so it means that you know it's not like they're you know when they give up pressure they give up bad pressure and i think that you don't see kind of the cowboys have bad games twice with that pressure cooker situation i do understand trap game situation but coming off of last week and a scare by the Texans, I don't think they let that happen again. So I, I'm, I, I think this is a nice at least seven-point win for Dallas. Big bounce back, kind of wake-up call situation, especially with all this, like, are we going to get OBJ, TY, is this enough? All this, all this, you know, this just tons of, like, gossip and question and intrigue around them. I think they have to show up. Dan Quinn's not going to let that happen. That's gonna, it's going to be a good one. 
Um, the other game that I do like, I love the big cats this week. I love Cincinnati in Tampa Bay, Cincinnati minus three and a half. Um, I don't like the hook obviously. So I'm I'm not, I'm not shy to buy it down. Uh, so I like Cincinnati minus three at Tampa. Cincinnati's offense has been absolutely tremendous. Um, you know, you've got now, uh, Joe Burrow in the MVP conversation, the Tampa Bay Bucks, their offense has been anemic, 28th in uh, in in score scoring per drive. Their defense just gave up 35 points to Mr. Irrelevant Purdy. I, I mean, I just I love Cincinnati in in this spot. What say you? I'm completely with you. I think I don't know what the Joe Mixon number is, but it's going to be huge. I will say they have a lot of injuries on their defense, which is probably why the number looks the way that it does. I don't think Trey Hendrickson plays. Like you know, obviously we know we're. They're just missing a bunch of people that are really, really key to that, uh, you know, to that defense. So I think that's probably where the number comes in. So I might be more comfortable with an over there. But I, at the end of the day, I think that this one comes down to a Joe Mixon kind of, you know, make sure that the ball stays on the side of, you know, the, the Bengals, even if it's not like the most efficient day in terms of like yards per carry. I think they just eke out first downs like that. Before we start talking fantasy, what's your favorite play in this this week's slate of games? I think I really like Cole Komet to catch at least four passes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like yeah because really like- because uh, Clay pulls out. Clay pulls out. Um, really, uh, need- there, there's really no, at, no, no good wide receivers. So, yeah, I like that. Yep. So, I mean, look, it's, it's, not, the, it's, not, like, I'm, it's not like, obviously, like the sexiest, like, ooh, like, uh, I want this and this, but I love it. It's smart. It's interesting. And somebody's got, they got to throw the ball against the Eagles somehow. And Cole Komet has been their sure-handed lead. He's their number one target, their number one receiver. So I know he's not a receiver, but you know, pass catcher. I might steal that as my best bet tomorrow. Do it. To be quite frank. And, and I, and I will give you a shout out on daily wager because everybody, especially Eddie, Eddie Marlette, um, our, our main producer, yeah, he loves you. Maybe maybe just a little bit more than I do. All right, let's let's turn our attention to some football. Fantasy football that is. It is uh, the first week of the playoffs in fantasy football, so it's really really dire. Folks need your your insight more than ever. Quarterbacks wise, who who do you have who do you like this week? Well, look, obviously you're playing your Josh Allen, you know, you're playing your Josh or Patrick, your Jalen or your Justin, okay? Like so so we know that one. But I think maybe you could go a little bit off the radar, especially in DFS, if you are no longer eligible for fantasy. My DFS best pick is, is actually Dak Prescott in this one. But I also have pretty nice numbers for Mac Jones when it comes to, again, DFS. This is a DFS note right here when it comes to that. And if you're in, if you're in a season-long team, I, you know, I, I do think you're going to roll. People have been asking me a lot about Tom Brady. I think he's still okay to play. He still comes up ahead of that water line that I need. And Derek Carr as well. Um running backs that you like this week. A lot of people are all over Pacheco going up against the Denver Broncos. You know, it's funny is Pacheco and McKinnon both come up really strong for me. So mm-hmm. you could do either one of those. Don't forget about Brian Robinson who had a big game against the Giants. He could be a nice pick for Daly again as well. But I mean, I'm just going to go back to the well here. Last week I said Miles Sanders. He came through big for me. Miles Sanders, I'm getting a lot of shares of him in DFS and I'm not having any fear about doing it even though, I mean, look, maybe they Maybe it's even better, like score gets out of hand and perhaps, you know, they just run with Miles Sanders like we saw last week as opposed to having Jalen Hurts potentially risk injury. You see Brian Robinson scoring a touchdown against the Giants? I do. I do too. 
I like me some brown. And, it, and then I was looking at drafts and turn out 5,400. So, I mean, that's, that's a pretty nice, that's a pretty nice thing. And of course, I'd be remiss to not point out that Damian Harris was ruled out. So Ramondre Stevenson is a good pick against Las Vegas. Uh, wide receivers, there's some sneaky good plays. No Sutton, so Jerry Judy could be good. Uh, no Nico Collins, as well as Brandon Cooks, so Moore could be a sneaky good play for you. No Rondell Moore and uh, Marquise Brown, big question mark. So Dorch could be a sneaky good play for you. You mentioned Cole Komet as well, but we're not on tight ends yet. Wide receivers, who are you looking at? Well, I, look. I know I said it last week, and it, it kind of was good, but I think even more. Elijah Moore, go back. I mean, Garrett Wilson for daily. Garrett Wilson's like my like favorite pick in daily for the entire week. But Elijah Moore has some good numbers here, as as does Denzel. And don't put them all in the same category, of course. Spread them around if you're playing daily. But I'm also looking at, and I know it's going to sound a little like weird or whatever, but you know, don't forget about Deontay Johnson against Carolina. Carolina's been stingy on defense, but. You know, with a change of quarterback because of injury, you're going to have a guy who they, they seemed like she was, had more chemistry with him. So that's an interesting one to keep an eye on. And then, again, don't forget about Christian Watson. I know you have to wait on that one a little bit later. But remember, Green Bay playing L.A. L.A., obviously, you know, it's going to be cold there in Green Bay, too. But L.A. has given up the deep passes where Christian Watson has done the majority of his work. So I think a touchdown for him, too. He's a bit touchdown dependent for your season long. But for your daily, he's a great price because he's cheap. Fifty-seven. And last but not least, before we let you go, tight ends. We know you like Cole Komet. Who else do you like? I like Neeson. Greg Dolchich. Go back to that. Run mm-hmm. it again. I mean, no one's playing for Denver. You're right about Jerry Judy, but you're also right about Greg Dolchich. You could be right about Greg Dolchich, too, in this matchup. And then I'm looking at Evan Ingram, too, if you don't want to do the Zay Jones play. Evan Ingram, of course, against Dallas. I don't like taking against Dallas' defense, but it is a nice opportunity to take advantage of you know, who's going to be the subject of the catch. So I think, I think Evan Ingram will be in good shape there. Again, Cynthia Freeland joins me each and every Saturday around 1.30. Um, definitely can't miss radio. She's fantastic. And, of course, you see her all over the NFL Network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, in regard to fantasy today, uh, whether it's you've made it to the, the postseason, congratulations, or if you didn't and you're playing some DFS, who are some of the players I'm looking at? Love me some Justin Herbert against Tennessee. Uh, believe it or not, Trevor Lawrence against Dallas. I think Dallas is looking ahead to Philadelphia next week. I do like Jacksonville getting the points today. Dak Prescott against Jacksonville as well. And Aaron Rodgers against the Rams on Monday night. Um, The Rams have no uh, pass rush at all. And uh, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be working with a full bank of wide receivers. And so I think Aaron Rodgers goes off on Monday night. Uh, Running backs, I like today. Derrick Henry, I know that's a no-brainer. I will spend the money on DFS for Derrick Henry against the Chargers. Their rush defense is just god-awful. Joe Mixon against Tampa Bay. Love me some Tony Pollard against Jacksonville. Pacheco, just talked about him with with, uh, Cynthia. Love me some Saquon Barkley tonight. 
Alvin Kamara, Bam Knight, uh, Brian Robinson, love me some Miles Sanders against Chicago, Dante Foreman against Pittsburgh, Stevenson, big workload with no Harris, and, uh, and as uh, Cynthia said, McKinnon. Wide receivers I like today. Uh, you know, no-brainer with Jamar Chase and Devontae Adams, although I don't want to spend that, that kind of money. I do believe A.J. Brown scores another touchdown. Let me Keenan Allen and Mike White today against Tan- Tennessee. Terry McLaurin against the Giants. Jerry Judy against Arizona. Christian Watson against the Rams. Chris Moore, like I said, could be a sneaky good play. Dortch, a sneaky good play as well. I'm curious to see what Drake London... I'm going I'm to play a little Drake London because... Him and Ritter, I think this is the beginning of a very long relationship. And so I would imagine that they have spent a lot of time uh, working on the second team together. And Robert Woods, um, of course, going up against the Chargers, considering that there's no Burks. Uh, Tight ends, obviously Travis Kelsey is a Um, no-brainer. Dalton Schultz against Jacksonville. Dolchich against Arizona. Probably my favorite tight end is Cole Komet against Philadelphia because who else is Justin Fields going to throw the ball to? Absolutely no one. And with uh, Zach Wilson back under quarterback, under center, I should say, um, Conklin, he loves looking uh, towards uh, his tight end Conklin. So I'm going to play Conklin in a few DFS lineups. Um, let's end the show. Unfortunately, again, I don't want it just to be a negative. This is what I want to do. I want to go back and, and look at my cheat sheet in regard to my draft and, and, and look at the rounds and say, okay, well, you know, this was the right pick. This wasn't the right pick. Uh, so obviously Jonathan Taylor went first overall. I want to say in all 12 of my leagues, I want to say in two, I picked first. So I took Jonathan Taylor. Uh, who else went in the first round? Christian McCaffrey, uh, Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, Cooper Cup. Oh, what a miss. Um, Justin Jefferson, Harris. Dalvin Cook, Jamar Chase, Stefan Diggs. So, and Aaron Jones, DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Swift. If I, if I had to do it all over again, right, um, I'd, I'd probably take Derrick Henry in the first round. Uh, so Christian McCaffrey blown it up in San Francisco, but uh, didn't really deliver like he's delivering now in, uh, in Carolina. Um, in rounds two, Alvin Kamara was has been a, a huge disappointment this season, and chances are he's 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 going to be suspended for a few games next season. Which, by the way, if you have him in a in a keeper league, you might want to dump him. Uh, what happened in Vegas is is pretty bad. The guy that he and his friends allegedly uh, beat up was in the hospital for like months, and so I, I do believe he's going to be suspended for a, a few games, possibly six nine games next season. Uh, Saquon Barkley to me was the steal of the second or third round. Uh, and, and more than likely the second Saquon Barkley went in the second, um, Javante Williams. Uh, that was really my biggest swing and miss. Um, and not because just because of his injury, but I was expecting big things from him this season in Denver, especially with Russell Wilson there. Cam Akers, uh, went in the third round as well. Big swing and miss as well. Right. Uh, if I had to go back and do it over again, Tyreek Hill obviously was the steal um, of the third or fourth round. Was he not? Oh, here's another one. This might be my biggest swing and miss. And and that is Kyle Pitts, right? Oh man. He's, he's got to get out of Atlanta. He is just too, he's just too talented. He's just too talented to have that type of talent wasted on a team that doesn't throw the football. Unbelievable. So Kyle Pitts has to be probably uh, my biggest mistake this year. And, and I want to say I had him in like eight of my 12, 
I was expecting a really big season from him, right? Uh, Terry McLaurin went around four or five, obviously didn't really start doing much until um, Heineke started quarterbacking. It's evident the rapport that they have with one another. Um, J.K. Dobbins, I was expecting him to have the type of the last two weeks he's rushed for over 100 yards. That's what I was expecting from J.K. Dobbins. Unfortunately, he was on the mend all season. Um, so I, another another big play. And my philosophy is I'm going to wait until like round seven, eight, or nine, typically nine to draft a quarterback. Uh, but if, if you drafted Josh Allen in an earlier round, typically the, it just so happens the four leagues that I advanced in the playoffs I have Josh Allen as my quarterback in two and I have Jalen Hurts in my quarterback in the other two so moving forward I'm going to put more emphasis on drafting quarterbacks earlier um ATN huge steal in round six or seven um Darren Waller big bust obviously because of uh his injury again coming off of IR uh, should should play today. How good will he be? I don't know. Um, Amon Ra St. Brown, huge steal in round seven or eight. Huge steal, right? Rashad Bateman, unfortunately, because the injury. Oh, <laughs> Allen Robinson. Oh, please. Oh, that was horrible. Uh, Tony Pollard, huge steal in rounds eight or nine. Tony Pollard, right? Jalen Hurts, huge, huge steal. You know, that's that Jalen Hurts is that quarterback that you were able to get in, in the eighth or ninth round, like I did. And boys, is he paying, paying those dividends. Uh, another swing and miss for me was A.J. Dillon. I was expecting more from A.J. Dillon. I, I, I probably have A.J. Dillon on all 12 of my leagues. That's how much I was expecting big things from A.J. Dillon this season. Um, and that didn't happen. So, um, Zach Ertz getting injured, obviously. Um, Cole Komet, especially as of late. So anyway, I just wanted to go through and, and, and look at my, my draft cheat sheet and where I went right and where I went wrong and, and all that good stuff. Uh, but it has been a fun year. Hopefully you are still alive in your fantasy football playoffs. Um, and hopefully we have helped you um, advance, win in advance, right? And make it, to, make it to the playoffs. Hopefully we have. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.